This is the Indie Music Plus Facebook Live broadcast. And welcome. Why do we always say and? It's like I was just in the middle of a sentence when I started this. But welcome to the Facebook Live broadcast, episode 38. I am founder of Indie Music Plus, sitting here with Mr. David Werba, as always, on Sunday nights at 9 o'clock on the Facebook page, Indie Music Plus. How you doing tonight, man? Hey, Joe. What's going on, man? You know, I'm trying to build up the views of the show because I want to unveil a new mustache. That's really what this is all about. I mean, this is, I call this one subtle cheese because it's very subtle. It's very cheesy. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I bought mustachecritiques.us. So I'm thinking about yeah. doing a new show with that. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm an exhibitionist in a sense of like, I want to I wanna just see how people re- react to a new mustache. You know that offline, I play basketball, I go to, various basketball courts in phoenix and i show up with a mustache nobody picks me for the game i show up without (laughs) a mustache and i get picked first every time i just like to see how it has an impact is there times you don't have a mustache there are times yeah and it seems like people uh talk to me more when i don't have a mustache but anyway yeah sorry for the tangent but I'm excited about tonight. We got some great music. We have another live guest we're going to patch in. Uh, we, we got the crew here. Hello, Allison Krause. Gail's here also. Of course. Um, so I wanted to tell you something real quick before we get started. I'm just trying to share this out. Everybody else, if you don't mind sharing this out too, to your Facebook pages, your Twitter profiles, all everywhere else. Um, I wanted to let you know that I was having my wife watch the show earlier today. <laughs> this is just her. This is just awesome. And this, it was a dull moment. And she goes, this is kind of boring. <laughs> so we need to like start showing some more skin or something. Um, no, it was just, it was during uh, some talking uh, <laughs> that um, we were kind of just going a little long. But I thought it was funny. I'm just laughing about it. So I know you're not going to be happy that I said that, but I thought it was funny. As we do it right now, right? No, that's all right. I mean, what she was bored in the intro. Like, does she want like nudity in the intro? What, what are you talking about, man? No, it was. Uh, it was just. Uh, it, we don't normally go that long in the intro, but it was. Uh, it was the Ryan Bell thing we were talking about. It was, we'll just talk about it anyway. Again, the virtual reality placements. Yeah, it went longer than normal, but um, and so that happened to be just the first episode that she's seen that we've done on Facebook Live yet. So. Fair enough. I respect her opinion. I mean, yeah. she's a sharp lady. Um, she's it's, actually doing some, she's doing some voiceovers for us, man. That's pretty cool. But yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, that, I mean, that's important news. Like these yeah. placements, those the two projects we have running right now. And Sam, if you still have that link, if you're able to drop that in the chat, that would be amazing. That would be really solid of you. And uh, so we're already we already have more projects in the work and th- this thing is th- it's just it, it's kind of what i hope for with all this stuff we we're, we're thinking of doing song contests for other live stream shows and uh we we've talked to some people like some hosts of other shows and they need music a lot of people need music and uh, people in the industry know that the mainstream artists the the cost to use their even like a 30 second clip of their song in a show is just unbelievable. Like, <laughs> I yep. mean, it's, sometimes it's like a few hundred thousand dollars if you want to just like 
use like 30 seconds of their song in a TV show or something. So, um, yeah, we have kind of a unique system just with, uh, the one world now media brand and just any music plus placements. And it, I think we're going to have like a dozen song contests going in like within the month. So again, like yeah, artists yeah. listening, drop your song in that Facebook group because there's a pretty good chance it'll get placed in one of these other projects. So. Yep. Yep. And that's the exciting part is uh, putting in, you know, uh, getting into the, the, almost the licensing music in, um, you know, the new Facebook live broadcast space. You know what I mean? It'll be a mm -hmm. whole different ball game because they, nobody can afford that stuff. So we're going to hopefully swoop in and uh, provide a need for people. So I want to welcome Mr. Ryan David Dwyer and guest reviewer from the site in, in the room tonight. Uh, again, Gail, Allison, everybody, guys, please share this out. Get all your other friends in here. Um, I see Allison, she uh, tagged Isabeau, who's going to be a featured artist coming up in a couple of weeks. We've talked the, the, the legend of Isabeau from our Blab conversations and our, <laughs> our podcast um, is about to unveil. She's a little nervous, though, she says. So, all right, let's get to some music. What do you think? Sound good? Yes, I believe so. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See, Go I didn't ahead. officially interrupt you, but I just didn't let you talk. <laughs> So this is a guy that we uh, we've actually had reviews on his on our site of him before, and uh, he's actually come to us directly to help promote his latest release, which was which was an honor, really, and uh, exciting. Um, this guy's name is Patrick Ames, and uh, tonight we're going to listen to his song called "What Comes Out of Your Mouth" off his new release, Standard Candles. There's a band in here. There's a band in here.
Patrick Ames, uh, a really, really cool 60-year-old singer-songwriter. This just sort of, uh, if I remember right, sort of getting back into the game again or getting into the game. He does, like, uh, restaurant gigs, you know, coffee shop gigs and all that stuff. And we've uh, reviewed his music on the site a few times, and it's really growing. I've always liked his vision. I've always sort of seen it, I guess. And um, this, this new EP, Standard Candles, man, it's, like, the best yet, I think. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, uh, we were just chatting uh, in the background here. I, I just wanted to be sure. Like, we, we have reviewed him a couple times in the past. And uh, hearing this new stuff, man, I, y- you know I've opened for uh, Flaming Lips a couple times. Uh-huh. And I was starting to go there just a little, just because it's real quirky. It's like quirky pop. And uh, it, it works. Um, it works for me, man. It, there, there's just some like, uh, I don't know how to say this. Maybe it, it almost gets a little sloppy sometimes, you know, where mm-hmm. like you just hear these, like a drum beats off or a vocal comes in too early or a guitar lick is just a little late. But I, it was done in a way where it was almost like part of the vibe, you know, it is it was almost like it works. And it was really weird in that sense, because usually that's, if something's like that far off, it's like, Oh, that's a problem. But that's just kind of the vibe of the music that he creates. And yeah. he reminds me of, I, I have like a third cousin, I believe, which is uh, Roger Bain. He's like a folk, like a Chicago folk legend. He writes a lot of stuff about like politics and, pop culture and that's what this song is about it's about the 2016 election if you listen to the lyrics and uh reminded me of that and uh just a little shout out to roger bain um and yeah man uh, what do you think about the production though in terms of like the genre and how how it works for the song is it like does that work for you it's i mean it's it's yeah i like that kind of stuff it's like um i was gonna say just piggyback on your um you know your comments that it's it's the uh the so i like the so slow stuff that it's so loose that it's pretty it's tight you know so it's like it's a funk thing you know it's like a laying so far back that it's just like you're still right on it but it's just you're just a little bit behind it um yeah and i i thought that one thing that i um noticed in this past stuff is the drums were like a little too off you know um but it, it's these sounded solid to me it was a good sound um I, you know, yeah. All right, Joe, before we move on to the next song, give me, let's cover this for like about a minute is we we've touched on like what the indie genre really means. Like indie is independent, but sometimes you see indie actually as a genre around the web, sometimes even like in different, uh, you know, music programs, they actually list it sometimes like indie garage, just lo-fi is, is another one that's kind of in that zone. And um, and remember with like Modern Sons, Ryan Saw, you know, it was like a three-piece and he was in the chat. We're like, do you want to be like minimalist? Or like, yeah, that's actually what they're going for. So every song, it doesn't have to be mixed or, ma- or mastered with the goal of being mainstream. Like a lot of artists, they want to stay indie. They want to stay like garage type of of style, like the Ramones or something. And, and it's it's not always the like that's not always the brass ring to become this like super slick mainstream sound. It's mm-hmm. it's like part of the vibe. And that that's what that's what I was thinking about listening to the song. And I, I didn't want to go into a critique about 
how to make this song mainstream because it, I'm like, man, you know what? This is, that's just a style and it, and it works. It's kind of quirky. It's kind of lo-fi and that's just what he does. And I like it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I think, uh, um, you know, he's the definition of indie. He, he's get coming. He's doing it later in life and he's coming out with these releases on his own, you know, I mean, just because him and I talked about it, I know what his budget was to promote the album. I'm not going to say it here, of course, but, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a million dollars, you know. And um, so, you know, but yeah, he's doing it. And I was uh, happy to to be working with him. We're going to be working with him. We're going to take a month off of his promotions and then we're going to do, we're going to promote him more in uh, November as well. So you may see another cool. song. Also look for a review on the latest release on IndieMusicPlus.com. So let's move on. just want to say hi to a couple people first. Um, Rick Armand Trout, uh, we have in the house. We have um, Sam Gonzo, of course, a friend of mine, and then also from Facebook, Christine Zimwowski. Thank you for hanging out, Christine. And uh, everybody else we mentioned before, thanks for hanging out. Remember to share this out, please. Let's see how many people we can get in here. Um, so, moving on to the featured artist of the week, that's another person we have sitting in the house who's been sitting here patiently with us since about 45 minutes ago in the green room, like we ask our featured artists to do. So I want to introduce um, Ruth Acuff. So we have a little bit of a backstory with Ruth. With Ruth, sorry, she was in a band that was on the uh, the uh, the broadcast a couple episodes ago. They're called the Royal Furs. And then one day I was sitting in my uh, room teaching piano, and I looked at my phone. I had a random invite for Ruth Acuff to like Ruth Acuff. So I was like, oh, okay, she does stuff, other stuff. And I looked at it, <laughs> and there's this harpist playing this awesome song called "We Do." And I was like, I mean, I messaged her almost immediately. and was like, you got to come on the show, you know, and be a featured artist. So here is Ruth Acuff coming out of Columbia, Missouri, one of my favorite towns in America. How are you doing this evening? Hi, I'm great. Good to, see, good to see you. Thank you for hanging out. Glad to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So... We're just going to get right into it. Why don't you just give us a little rundown, uh, you know, give us your spiel, what you give to somebody on the street about who you are and what you do with your music. Okay. My name is Ruth Acuff, and I Acuff. am a I always, sorry. singer, songwriter. <laughs> it's okay. It's kind of a strange last name. Uh, but yeah, I play the pedal harp, and I write songs on the pedal harp and sing. Pedal harp. Okay, cool. So that's the official name for the big. Yes. Okay. My harp is six feet tall, and there are all different kinds of harps, but the one that I play most frequently is the pedal harp. Very cool. Awesome. Awesome. So you're about ready to go on tour to support your new, your new release, right? Yeah, I have this new single that you're gonna play here in a minute, I guess. Uh, it's called "We Do," and. Cool. It's harp and upright bass and different kinds of percussion, washboard and shakers. I think there's some chimes and lots of backup vocals from family members and friends. Cool, cool. Awesome. Well, since you just introduced it, why don't we take a listen to it and then we'll come back and have Dave talk to you. He has something really important, I think, that he wants to ask you tonight. I don't know. Or talk to you about it. I don't know. We'll find out. But let's listen to uh, Ruth Acuff's song. That's a, that's a really, like, uh, it's a kind of a inward joke of ours. I always say names wrong, so. <laughs> Should the have mistress, asked yes. The mistress of Johnny Cash. 
I'll get to that later. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, Rob, whenever you're ready, we do by Ruth Acuff from Columbia, Missouri. A cuff from Columbia, Missouri. I'm just so used to saying it wrong now, you know. Um, so, yeah, I really, really like that. That really impressed me right away. Um, it just, it just it was an instant decision to be, you know, on the on our broadcast and on our website and stuff because not only is it good music, but you're working really hard. You know, you're going on that house tour that you told us about. Um, did we talk about that on air? No. Tell me about the tour you're going on. Then, okay. real, real quick, before we come and bring Dave in. Well, I'm going on a house concert tour, pretty much from Missouri all east, although I am going over to Oklahoma and down to Texas as well. I'll be playing in 19 different states within the next two months, mostly, I'd say 98% in people's houses. So it's either people that have an ongoing concert series that they host in their home, or it's people that we know, or fans, and I'm going with another singer, songwriter, pianist, Mary Ellen Kirk. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, yeah, I was hoping to get to catch you when you came around this area, but I think you're going to be just a little too far away. But um, yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. So you booked this all on your own, you said, pretty much? Yes. Yeah. How long did it take you to, to do that? Well, Mary Ellen and I started working on it December 2015. However, cool. we don't like to stress out about things, so we gave ourselves plenty of time in advance. Just makes everything go more smoothly. 
Yeah. Awesome. It awesome. It's a lot of work to do it yourself. Of course. Do you do, uh, do you like, uh, do music full time? Because you do Royal Furs as well, right? Yes. Something we played on I the do. Music is what I do. I'm also a backup singer in a Pink Floyd tribute band called awesome. Drive. Very cool. So that's pretty fun. Right on. All right, cool. Well, Dave's just dying over here. I can see Mr. Mr. Bathroom Whistler. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, <laughs> we heard you earlier. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Oh, it was like Naked Gun. It was Leslie Nielsen whistling in the bathroom. That was pretty funny. I wish we caught that on, uh, on film or at least audio. So, hey, check this out. I'm going on a long walk this morning, right? Um, and I must have passed like 15 harpists on my walk, just rolling their giant harps like on the sidewalk, one at a time. They're all independent harpists. I'm like, hey, what's going on? They're like, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way to a, a new show. And the next one's like, yeah, I'm going to practice. Next one's like, yeah, I'm going to record a new song. I mean, harpists are everywhere. They're like yeah. a dime a dozen. So what, what, wanted, what made you get into this scene and made you want to be a harpist when it's such an overcrowded market? There's just way too many harpists out there. And They're everywhere. I just really wanted to fit in. So I decided I'll choose harp. Um, okay. It's easy to carry around, very easy to transport. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a big factor in my deciding to play the harp. No, but uh, obviously I'm kidding. I'm messing around with you, but like real, like the harp, it, it's just such a unique instrument. I mean, it's, it's not easy to manage. It's not easy to move to shows it's not i mean it's a commitment of mm. time it's a commitment of it's like okay can i if i'm gonna do this if i'm gonna like pack this thing in my car just to like do like small shows where i make 50 dollars or something like that like what is it about it that just really moves you and wants you to continue doing it well how it sounds yeah um, i started playing the harp about six years ago Okay. And I found a small harp in a pawn shop. I gave it a little strum and I felt a zing of magic and decided I wanted to learn how to play it and wrote a few songs on it. And that's how I started. It just felt like very natural, something that I was supposed to be doing and it felt good. Okay. Which awesome. I wonder, there's a lot of theories and history behind the harp. Mm -hmm. There are harps in every culture. It's said to be the oldest instrument. Maybe come from a hunter's bow. Hmm. Right, of course. And yeah. just how it vibrates is very pure. And I think when I first touched a harp, even though it turns out it was somewhat of a toy harp that I, I didn't realize at the time. But even that, it just felt so good to me. Yeah, I would, I would guess that once you start plucking the strings on the giant harp, you, just, you probably just feel it in your body in some way, where it's just a, a tone that just touches your inner sanctum in some way. And it, it, it heals you. It's like a healing instrument. It really but, all right, check this out. Get, I'm going to go on a tangent here. Ladies and gentlemen, please, I'm going to go on a journey with you right now of time and space. If you want to close your eyes, <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get your full effect. 
Okay, so I'm thinking this is where I'm going with this song is that 1971, you're at a Johnny Cash show in Nashville and you caught Johnny Cash's eye previously. He's like, hey, that's cool. Ruth Acuff, I like what she's doing. And he has you open for him. You play some songs and then over time, then he works you into the show, maybe he sings along a little. And I, I said before the show, I'm like, yeah, the mistress of Johnny Cash, right? You know, maybe, I, I don't know, that's a side story. Maybe you guys hook up once or twice in a hotel or something. But if it's, uh, <laughs> but the whole, the vibe I'm feeling, I'm feeling like a country Americana vibe. And when I'm listening to your music, I, I just, I heard Johnny Cash in there somewhere, like just yeah. singing to the background because it, this is not like modern day Americana. It brought me that, it brought me back that far. And, and it just, I mean, am I just out of nowhere with this or well, does, or do you it's feel very like? interesting to me that yeah. you say that okay. because I am related to an old country music singer named Roy Acuff. I've heard of that man. Okay. He helped start the Grand Ole Opry. Yes. Oh, okay. And interesting. I think 1937, he had the number one song in the United States. So old, old country music. So it's in your blood. I mean, do you feel like you're channeling that, that just that history when you play or? No, but maybe I am and I don't realize it. I mean, you heard that. I did. Uh, that song is a little bit different than some of my other songs. So it's, I mean, it's newer. Maybe it's just coming through finally. Well, you know, the uh, Joe, I'm, I'm sorry to just dominate right here. I have one more thought on this and then I want, you know, come back in and cut me off. But there, when this song started, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Just, just cut me off whenever, like you always do. <laughs> <laughs> When the song started, I was, I'm like, oh, new age. It's like, okay, a new age vibe here. It's almost like healing music. And I thought that's where it was going to go. And then all of a sudden it kicked in. It just goes into this like country Americana vibe. I'm like, wow, okay, that's an interesting mashup of styles. Um, but that first part of it, how, how much have you explored like the whole new age healing vibe? Um, because it's, it's, I, I don't know how much you know about that. It's just like, a, it's, it's its own scene. I, I live like an hour away from Sedona, Arizona, where, you know, people might wheel a harp into a restaurant and they'll wear like a white giant muumuu with a golden belt Mm-hmm. And they'll just like play the harp. It's just, this, like, it's just like, it's totally like new age vibe, but it's cool. That That's the music that you hear when you're getting a massage or you're meditating or, you know, all that stuff. And I, that's how the song started. And uh, yeah. So go ahead. I, feel like I tried to bring somewhat of a healing or comfort or community vibe to my mm-hmm. music, but make it, more maybe mainstream if that's the right word okay are you trying to make it mainstream or is it just like what are, are you just kind of going with the flow um, like just I what really, feels right i make music because i like to make music and first of all i make it for myself 
maybe that's selfish, but I want to make music that I want to listen to. So I wouldn't say I'm trying to make it mainstream. However, I've recently thought, gosh, Nirvana wasn't mainstream at the time and they became pop. So I don't want to limit myself in any way by saying that it's not. I hear you, Joe, come back. Cool. Uh, All right. Yeah. So Ruth Acuff, so awesome to have you here tonight. Thank you so much for hanging out. Thanks for having me. I'm having so, fun. Yeah, good. So Columbia, Missouri, just, I'm going to just kind of wrap the conversation up about your music. Um, I, you, we actually have some, a mutual friend or two, I think that we talked about one of them you kind of known as uh, you're actually a friend on, you know, friends with them on Facebook, but a guy that I went to college with who's in a band called the mean wells. Yeah. I'm going to be trying to get on the show as well in the near future. But um, a friend of his who's in the band, Russ, was my college roommate. So it's just funny. And your friend is a singer, I think you said? Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. So I just, I don't know, it's just really neat to, like, uh, it's taken me back to uh, talk to people from Columbia, Missouri, you know, like in real time and stuff. Because I was hanging out there in 96 to 99. So I don't know if you're born yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thank you very much, and good luck on your tour and all that stuff. Thank you for hanging out with us and uh, making some time out on your Sunday night. So, Yeah. Cool, very cool. Awesome. Have a good night. Have a good night, uh, Ruth. Excellent. Bye. So, Dave, we're running long, but that's okay. Um, we're getting yeah, I think to... we're at, hey, Joe, we're having some audio issues with you on your end, so let me, uh, let me just announce the next band. Okay, um, sweet. So yeah, so we the next song we got is by the Bad Years. It's called In the House, High All Day in parentheses. Not sure if that's part of the name, um, but yeah, th this is this is a, a really cool song. So uh, Rob, if you're ready, go ahead and patch that one in there, man.
And that's the Bad Years. That's a straight-up free submission on the website that you can also go submit your music at. Uh, it's at uh, IndieMusicPlus.com. Go to the the uh, the menu. bunch of different options of places you can submit your music. You can submit your music to the podcast. You can submit it to be a featured artist. You can submit it to have your music placed in virtual reality productions. Um, and then, yeah, so that was the Bad Years. Um, what was it? In the, in the House... High all day or something like that. I messed up yep. the title when I was. No, you got it. You got it. Um, and then yeah, so that was the bad years. Um, what was it in the in the house? Where's that coming from? That's all right. All right. Anyway, somebody has your. Uh, I think somebody has their Facebook broadcast on. All right. You gotta so, remember, Joe. Joe, you gotta remember, like the. The people watching the show, we are still live streaming. We're still going to catch these random glitches. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's fine. That's fine. So real quick, before I let you talk, Dave, I wanted to just uh, see what people were saying about this song. So Jared, our friend from Ninth Floor Mannequin, he said that reminded me of a more radio-friendly version of my favorite band's Broken Social Scene. Never heard of them, but that sounds like fun. <laughs> what do you think, Dave? You, you, said, you seem to like this band. I knew you would. Oh man, I, I love this one. I love this song. It was the only issues I have with this are in the engineering and the mastering, which like I'm looking at the credits right now. It looks like there's an engineer and a producer. Um, I Maybe this song wasn't mastered. It w When you match it up with the other songs tonight with, uh, with Ruth and, uh, and Patrick, like it just didn't, even even those bands, it didn't have that fullness like in your ears. It didn't have that full spectrum of sound. It was very like central, and the EQ was just you know, just thin. You know, like we talk about all the time. Would wanted some more bass, wanted some more just a wider presence in the song. But but the song itself is so cool, man. And and it it's a lot of those same points about Patrick Ames is that it's just this indie. Uh, garage lo-fi type of a uh, sound and it sounds it sounds like that's where they want to be and yeah. that's cool like like I, i'm not i'm not going to give them a, a critique to try and become ma more mainstream because i love what they're doing yep um but that, that would be a question it, I, I wish they were in the chat because i, I want to ask them like did you master the song because it, it just doesn't have that like really wide you know spectrum of sound like the soundscape that you want to hear you know i mean it's they definitely didn't do it definitely didn't want to make it sound you know the way that it doesn't sound <laughs> i mean they did it what they did on purpose i guess i'm trying to say obviously um i really like the vocals i like the the i always like the unison on top male female vocals i just that yep. always just a it's a it's ear candy for me it always makes me just kind of tune in a little bit See yeah. if I like the other stuff. And yeah, the recording was raw, but you know, that's what we do. We listen to, and we review and listen to indie music. So, you know, I try to take that with a grain of salt. Like, you know, I'm not going to say who it was, but there's actually a band, you know, we do, um, you know, deny some people reviews and promotions uh, based on the quality of the re recordings, you know, sometimes. And I actually had to do it this week. So, and it's, it's a bummer, but you know, if, if, if it's just, if it really sounds like you recorded it in a boom box in your garage, then you're not quite ready to be, you know, pr promoting it with us. Yeah, Joe, I'm glad you brought that up because we, we've been playing with a, a new platform. What is it? Smile time? Is yeah, that... smile time. We're going to be probably hanging out there. Yeah. yeah, we might, we might do some of the 
just uh, maybe songs that didn't like make the show and talk about why. Like, like that, that's what we were talking about today before the show. Is like, here, here's a song that, that was submitted a few weeks ago and it didn't make the cut. Here's why it didn't make the cut. And just be a little more critical about the, the songs that are not produced as well as the others. Um, yeah, I like that and, idea. That's awesome. Yeah, and maybe maybe like hit like ten songs just in one night, and because we're we're getting backed up, we we got new critics, we got like Powell that <laughs> we bad, man. No, no, well, all right, yeah. But, <laughs> maybe you're getting backed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be right back. I'm backed up, guys. No, uh, we got a new critic. We're 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 we have a couple other people we're talking with to be critics as well, and. Uh, it's a good thing because that means more artists are submitting their music to us. And that's what we want because we're growing. So as we grow, when we promote an artist or feature an artist, it just reaches more people. And, you know, so we're in this, like this fun, interesting zone, like where it's like, man, we got so much stuff that we want to discuss and talk about on the artist standpoint, but we can't get to them all in this show because we don't want to do a two hour show. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's too long. I mean, come on. You, you can't expect that the viewers are just going to sit there the entire time. It's too much time to expect from a viewer on a Sunday night. Um, yeah. But other quick highlights, <laughs> we, we finally moved the site to a new server. We've been yes. talking about this for like three months. We were going to move it like three separate times and then we got a new better way to do it. And the, the site's moving fast, which is, you know, with <laughs> well, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. it's cool because anybody anybody in the world now can click on our site and it's going to be super fast because yeah. we have what we want uh, with the setup and all that stuff. So, yeah, things are ready to go. Let's rock it. Cool, man. I'll close it out, brother. All right. So I wanted to say uh, just a quick hello to everybody again. We got Carlos Phoenix in the house. We got uh, we got Ryan David Dwyer, Gail, Mr. Robert Hicks, and Sam Giggs. Sam Gingso. Sam Gonzo, Mr. Mount Fuji of Enlightened Audiovisual doing the production of the show every week. They produce like 20-some-odd shows now on Facebook Live every week. So, you guys, if you have a show, a business, something you want to really take up to the next level, please get in touch with these guys. And, um, yeah, so Ruth Acuff, thank you very, very much for hanging out with us again tonight uh, before you go out on tour. Everybody check her music out, Bad Years, Patrick Ames. Everybody uh, check us out on uh, all social media channels, uh, all the replay viewers on this video and on YouTube. Thank you very much for hanging out this long. We'll catch you every week, Facebook Live, Indie Music Plus, Facebook page at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm JoJo Keys hanging out with David Werber. Y'all have an awesome week. Thank you again. <laughs> Stop talking.